Normalty is a paved road on which it is comfortable to walk on but no flowers grow. This is a quote by Vincent Van Gogh. Hello and welcome to Entremet Startup School podcast. We are your hosts Himanshu and Shreyas and we present to you a community platform where we discuss with diverse entrepreneurs to promote fundamental concepts to equip you to face the startup ecosystem. Now highlighting the power of initiative and commitment this week we host Dr. Radhika Batra, the founder and president of Every Infant Matters. She is a pediatrician who started this movement to impact the lives of thousands of children. With an ironclad resilience after many setbacks, Dr. Batra wanted to ensure that no child must be jailed to the sufferings of humanity, especially that early in life. From saving malnourished children to deploying the right medication and vitamins, Dr. Batra has been striving for absolute success and has successfully saved 50,000 plus lives in four countries. She was honored with the Forbes 30 under 30 the Asia category in 2019 and has been an advocate of her thoughts at multiple forums such as One Young World Summit at Hague. In this episode as a fresh masterclass, we explore on how patience and resilience are the vital ingredients to being initiative driven. and have a sense of commitment dr batra is a stalwart with whom we had the good fortune to speak with to encourage all the bright minds out there to advocate their thoughts and ideas let's jump into the episode right away without further ado this episode is brought to you in association with ecel amity university mumbai welcome to entremes and it's a pleasure talking to you on the on the podcast so like you being a pediatrician and taking up the field of field of being a doctor how how did you get into the field of being a doctor like what came up so uh, hi shreyas and hi himanshu first of all thank you so much for having me on your podcast it's an absolute honor and uh, to answer your question i think uh, i always wanted to be a doctor because you know ever since childhood i had seen so both my parents are doctors and i had seen um my parents you know save lives and just that fascinated me like i remember when i was uh, i was very young we used to stop at accident sites to help victims reach the hospital my father used to stop he used to help victims on accident sites to get to the hospital there were times when we ha- he helped uh, in when we were swimming there were there was a there were two instances i clearly remember when people drowned in the pool and he fished them out he gave them cpr on the spot and revived them so all these instances you know just made me think that i never want to be in a position where i can't help uh, a dying person in front of me and that was the basic motivation behind my choosing the medical profession and uh, to be very honest i think for me there was nothing else that i would have been good at or been satisfied with had i not picked the medical profession and uh, at this very moment even though there's a lot of negativity around in this in the medical profession doctors are being beaten up all the time you know your our lives are continuously on the line with covid even then i feel blessed to be a doctor so i think it was the right decision in many ways and uh, it was basically because i was motivated by my family my mother is also she's a obgyn surgeon and she used to operate on very high risk cases and save pregnant females you know to save their lives operate for free when patients couldn't afford to pay so all these things really inspired in a way you can say it was my calling and uh, i identified it at a very young age 
that's you know that's a gift uh, so to say if you could you could enable yourself so ma'am uh, with regards to every infant matters particularly like like your venture it being a, a social uh, venture which is which is far and outreaching i think execution is one very essential element of of uh, your your process so what is your hypothesis on on taking up edge the execution bit of of you know whatever it is that you are implementing particularly on on a social front so what has been your hypothesis behind starting up uh, every infant matter so um, hypothesis would be so like you said you know you have to have an idea to first execute it so for the beginning of every great thing always starts with an idea and it always starts with a vision so i think the first step is to have a very clear vision and to have an idea which is slightly different from what the others are doing because if you if you end up in the same in the same um, you know stream with with hundreds of people doing the same thing it does it's not as impactful as doing something you know which nobody else is doing or which very few people are doing so that's the first step you identify an idea you identify a solution for a very big tangible scalable problem right so for us that problem was that 250 million children in the world were at risk for irreversible blindness because of vitamin A deficiency so it's a huge 250 million is a huge number and 1 million out of these were turning blind every year because of vitamin A deficiency you know 1 million could easily be the population of a small city so if you just imagine for one minute a city full of blind people you know it's just horrifying so you know this this problem had a huge magnitude and not much was being done for it so the idea was to give these two drops of vitamin a to these children make sure that it's available you know there's last mile delivery of the solution in the sense that if you know if i go to a place like some village near ghaziabad and i tell them that you know there is a phc um 70 kilometers away from your house where you have to take your child for immunization and for these vitamin a drops which are given you know even if they are given being given free by the government which they are but to travel that amount of time for a family which has very limited means which ha- which is probably you know a daily wages family when they can't afford to miss a day of work and wages for a solution for the child which for which they are not even sure that it's important right. so you see the problem so the problem is multifold a there is no last mile delivery there's nothing which is in close proximity to them b they are not sure whether it's going to help right so these are the many problems that uh, we encountered to create awareness about immunization about good practices in childhood which and to eliminate the bad practices which are there in the country and in system existing you know um, in the country today and in the african communities but like such communities uh, particularly the marginalized indian or african communities so to say where you mentioned that you know they do not have the speedy uh, uh, like goes to like, you know proper medica- uh, medication and immunization okay. and and they tend to face the elements much more than uh, the people who are living in the urban areas right so where where you mentioned that you know the last mile delivery and the vitality of let's say uh vitamin a drops which is going to be effective uh because it's been studied by the medical practitioners yeah, yeah. and it's been clinically tested that is very essential so 
you know they they tend to become a little aversive as well from like semi urban or urban areas because they like to stick to their community so so how do you tackle and deal with that so i'll tell you how we tackle this problem it's very true now consider some tribal area say in northeast india theek hai they are a very close knit clanish community they don't entertain outsiders they don't entertain the views of outsiders so a person who doesn't speak their language doesn't wear their clothes who doesn't follow their socio cultural norms goes and suddenly starts to talk about some magical medicine that is going to prevent blindness in their child it's not going to be taken well theek hai so the solution to this is to empower people within the community to deliver these solutions and to deliver these messages so what we do is that we empower we educate and train community health workers within the community so say in the north east in manipur in mizoram we have local volunteers who are trained as community health workers to deliver these solutions so of course now when a certain message comes from a person who speaks their language who understands their cultures who knows what not to say to offend them who f- follows the same rituals and practices it will be much more accepted yeah, right yeah. and even for those people it's sort of an empowerment you know it gives them the status of a of a healer or a doctor you know who they are giving a medicine so for even it's it's like a win win situation for both the parties for us as well because our work another good idea is to target the religious leaders and to make them give out the important messages because you know how it is religion especially in a country like india is the opium of the masses of course you know we've not had much success in reaching out to these religious leaders but general uh, you know every community will have a leader you go to a, a you go to a remote area in uh, in africa that tribe will have a prince or a leader so yeah. everybody you know there's always a, a person in the position of authority over there so to you know for them to deliver certain messages for them to encourage certain practices is the way to go and the way to reach out to these people who are very very uh, you know isolated when it comes to them their uh, cultural uh, beliefs and socio social uh, you know um, pra- right i mean I, i absolutely love the the principal thought approach and like the line of reasoning is very uh, let's say i'd say watertight because this also requires some sort of and it shows the kind of determination or the commitment that that would be requiring yeah. for some it's something that is going to keep them in the pink of health and spirit so that is exactly like one of the uh, other other factors and like a good big take away from from this entire uh, yeah. uh, answer that you know it's it's about uh, how how do you reach them out and like the line of reasoning so that's that's absolutely great yeah it's a great approach and uh, going helping the community through their own leaders and their own people is a best approach a, pe- a person can go through so like uh, my next question is uh, what do you think does uh, initiative and commitment go hand in hand Uh, an initiative and you're not committed to it you don't wake up in the morning thinking that uh, you know you have to do something to make your uh, dream your or your vision into reality it's not going to happen and it has you have to be very committed you have to give up uh, your sleep you have to give up a lot of uh, outings you have to um, you have to be very driven so the best way to achieve this drive is to pick something you're very very passionate about otherwise that drive doesn't come from within 
now tomorrow if i were to pick something like marketing or finance or something which is very far from my areas of interest or they don't really appeal to me like sports you know i mean the half the country is mad about sports but tomorrow uh, if someone were to tell me okay you start a drive for cricketers or you know their families who are suffering in the pandemic i am not going to be that driven about it you know because it's just something i don't feel that strongly about and at the same time if you tell me you know that we are going to have a uh, uh, something for you know sexually abused children or something um, a comic book to to you know educate children on how to recognize good touch and bad touch at the same time you know if you give me an idea like that and say you know that we want you to help in this it's going to take all of my energy and it's going to just uh, consume me till i actually get the tangible results so it it's a very um, it's a related process so you have to be you have to be very uh, you have to be seriously passionate about something in order for you to be successful in your venture because otherwise you don't wake up with that feeling in the morning it just doesn't come from within and you can't force it there is no way that you can force it and there is no way that you can be good at something that you are trying to force and it doesn't come naturally to you it doesn't uh, you know it doesn't come uh, from within i mean yeah and and in this uh, profession particularly like it it does matter a lot because it's it's obviously the matter at at times it does become the matter of life and death where you're supposed to be very committed to what exactly that you do so ma'am how how exactly is it that you uh, deal or face dejection in the face of like you know even being committed because you know at times it does happen that let's say a hard stone hits someone who who is very driven and who is very you know on, on their feet and and they're very initiative driven and and everything and they do have the commitment as well you know they say that life is what happens when you're busy making other plans so you can have all the plans in the world you can have all your contingency plans in place for uh you know for for you can be prepared for all the rainy days but when lightning strikes it strikes out of nowhere right. so it's just that's just what life and what destiny is about so what i have learned in my experience having uh, had to give up again like you said very i have been uh, it has been with me also like that that i've had to give up certain uh, lines of work which i was very passionate about due to xyz reasons but you know somehow um, destiny has its way of making sure you land up exactly where you belong right. so even if you are stuck somewhere which you know is just not your place not your calling just let it be a period of transition and a period of laying low and work keep working simultaneously you know towards what you actually want and you'll you'll see a path sooner or later they always say that time is the best um, guide so you know a lot of solutions come with the passage of time but uh, i think uh, having faith solves a lot of problems in life so I feel actually feel bad for the atheists because uh, it's difficult to live a life of uh, non having no of not having this faith. So rightly said, ma'am. The journey is what that matters, and uh, time will teach you what to do ahead. So But even if you don't believe in uh, in a higher power, you do believe in time and maybe destiny as well. So ultimately, you will land up where you where you have to land up. <laughs> so it's like being optimistic and being uh, like have a uh, being having a vision in life helps you go ahead yeah so.
Um, uh, my next question is going to be like a little twofold, and it's primarily uh, going to be directed towards uh, the the children that you've been dealing with, right? So the first one being that adolescence is like a very prime stage of life in the development of someone's normal senses, right? Where where they um, understand that okay, if they are specially able children, their means of learning is different. So if they how how do you uh, like you know reinstate that process of learning and make sure that you know the, their their cognitive reasoning capacities or or maybe their way of thinking or their way of doing things is almost at par with the second one being that even special school children are um, you know they are very enterprising they they do tend to take initiative and and if if you have that kind of uh, uh, like you know Uh, a dream, or if you have that kind of a, 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 a an ambition, it can make you do wonders. Like so, how is it that you know these kids are are uh, able to lead that kind of a life, or or what is it that you do differently to be a to enable them to do it? Or say, so you know you have to understand that uh, whenever you have a child with intellectual disability, we're talking about intellectual disability now, not physical disability. so there is a particular uh, trait that these children have that they are very gifted children so whether it be art or music or you know just any um, talent like that it's called savant skills savant or savant i don't know how to pronounce it but that is the technical term for these uh, these skills and these children are very gifted now everybody would have seen tare zameen par you know so that's what they have tried to exhibit in that movie that that child had dyslexia but he was very gifted in his art so there are children with autism who are who make magnificent paintings there are uh, you know there are children with uh, other intellectual disabilities who are grossly autistic but they are amazingly you know they play the piano with such fineness so these are all savant skills and this is just uh, i would say it's nature's way of uh, maybe it's not right to say compensating but it's just uh, it's just the way nature has uh, given them a talent you know it's it's a very common feature of all of these children to be exceptionally talented in some way or the other so they are gifted children and this is uh, something that all educators and all pediatricians and everybody dealing with these uh, children is very aware of so we are taught to encourage these skills and you know to not um not focus on the shortcomings but to focus on the talents and to focus on uh, you know uh, them making a living out of these talents like i know of autistic children who grow up and you know um, they 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 sell their paintings and it's it's very you know those paintings are selling for lakhs of rupees it's just it's just you know it's brilliant the way uh, they paint and the way so you know this is one aspect of it now the other aspect what you're saying is that uh, how to you know um, how do we uh, i didn't quite get you how do we encourage the ideas that they have is that what you're asking yeah, so like since since they are they they feel that you know they are like slightly maybe maybe intellectually or physically a little, a little handicapped in what they do so their their means and their they are even more desperate enough to make an impact or or you know do something of their own so how do they go about or how do you how can one enable and encourage them to do that Yeah. So the best way to do is just to not dismiss any thought or idea, you know, because uh, people, especially in a country like India, where there's so much bias and there's so much, you know, there's no inclusion anywhere. 
so you have to really encourage uh, inclusion and equality so you have to treat them as anybody else as anybody else coming up with such an idea and you have to have to go about it the same way you can't uh, you know think differently and approach that idea differently just because it comes from a disabled person that is just uh, you know indian mentality being an asshole nothing else i mean pardon me for the language but uh, it's the way it is now you know how um, why why are we just focusing on disability if tomorrow there are two identical ideas one coming from a person living in mumbai with a very you know from south bombay with a very good accent and a very uh, you know influential background and the same idea coming from someone say in uh, you know the interiors of uttar pradesh who can't talk in english properly we all know who is going to get more weightage and more traction so we have to you know get rid of these biases that exist in the system that exist in the um, in the country you have to really you know get break these stereotypes and focus on inclusion and equality which is something we really do at every informatics we we focus on ubiquitous access to healthcare which means that we want every individual every child to get the same level of healthcare that uh, you know like i said this a person who, who can't afford to pay versus a person who has all the you know uh, all the resources in the universe we want them to get the same medical attention and we want them to get the same facilities which is not happening in the world anywhere but this is something which we are aiming towards and we are looking towards that is the basic ideology behind every infant matters that tomorrow if there is a farmer in a village whose child has you know god forbid a rare disease he should get all the facilities all the uh, medicines all the um, investigations that you know uh, it should be free of cost and it should be absolutely uh, equal to what a person uh, from south delhi or south bombay would be getting so that is what we want and uh, same same comes with gender stereotypes you know a lot of places a lot of areas in the country women are just taken as a joke again if you if you place a woman and a man in the same in the same conference room you are you they both present the same idea and uh, the person listening uh, the person in the position of authority is a man yeah. who is of a patriarchal mindset we all know who is going to be taken more seriously and who is going to be you know um, taken as a joke or taken as someone you know who uh, would ultimately be bearing kids and not being able to focus on work or on that particular business idea even though that is not true so all these stereotypes have to be broken be it uh, with respect to gender or inclusion or you know when it comes to uh, color or anything i mean you have to there has to be equality yeah forget all of this there is a yeah it, it definitely like you know uh, uh, in 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 a lot of uh, university admissions and in in places in institutionalized places they, they have they have the separate quota so so to say where they call people pwd persons with disabilities and they automatically like let's say the general applicants they just look down upon them because it's, it's as if it's their fault as if they they are like yeah it's uh, we we now say that we are a, a progressive economy a progressive country and and uh, you know people uh, have have been uh, uh, in a state of mind where they they tend to be more accepting but uh, i i about how things are perceived uh, so ma'am like uh, uh, something that i wanted to get in particular from you is that uh, we are we we say that you know we are a part of an innovation innovative economy uh, we are a part of an innovation economy where where ideas which which make an impact and and there are there are uh, uh, 
organizations which make a change or something is coming up so for someone who is you know committed uh, to let's say an idea or let's say committed to anything that is worth uh, building or making an impact how should uh, the initial few stages of actually tackling that idea in in let's say in a good light be be uh, you know uh, be absolutely head on to it because you know if even if they are like a lot uh, initiative driven even if they have do that a lot of factors which are which are external factors it could be either social taboos it could be either government uh, authoritative it's very important for you to get uh, uh, like you know across that hurdle so how does one go about that because you know that is extremely vital so you know uh, being a woman i'll just tell you one thing specifically this is not true for women than for men that every time you deviate from that normal path which is set out for you so indian children all of us have this one you know our parents have this one path set out for us ki ab school jana hai fir college jana hai uske baad you will get a job you will get settled mm-hmm. in the job you will get married then you have kids then you start educating the kids and so on this is how your life has been chalked out for you now the minute you deviate even slightly from this path you get faced with a hell of resistance right that resistance will start from within your family and it will go on uh looking down upon you as uh, someone crazy or someone you know who's wasting the family's money and resources or who's wasting their time or who's just whiling away the life because uh, you know ऐसा क्या उखाड़ लोगे ये सब करके इज द मेंटेलिटी राइट सो ऑल दिस इज समथिंग यू मस्ट बी प्रिपेयर फॉर एंड यू मस्ट टेल योर सेल्फ दैट यू नो इफ दैट दैट पाथ ऑफ दैट स्टीरियोटाइप वाज व्हाट इज मेड व्हाट वुड हैव मेड यू बट द वेरी फैक्ट दैट यू आर चूजिंग टू डिविएट फ्रॉम इट टू गो बियॉन्ड दैट यू नो टू ब्रेक दो it is just a sign that you know that normalcy will not that make you happy there's a quote you know normalcy yeah. is a yeah. paved road but no flowers will go grow on it there is a quote by vincent by vincent van gogh he was one of the greatest artists in the universe he was absolutely crazy but, so for if you are someone who has chosen to take up something which you really feel passionate about then be prepared for this uh, resistance and be prepared for um, you know a lot of comments a lot of uh, you know a lot of um, so basically you know what is happening is that i what, the more i look at things the more i feel that the genera- our generation and the generation which is coming up is very open minded right very open minded very resilient very open to change now compare it to the generation of our parents and grandparents they are not as open they still feel ki um, you know like uh, i'll give you an example if tomorrow i tell i told my um, i told my relatives that you know a patient has written uh, really good things about me to my boss in the hospital and i was just showing that email so they like ki ye sab to theek hai asli kaam pe aao shaadi karo theek hai so you know this mentality it really it just it just makes me feel that all of my um, doing well in life is zero and it all comes down to the fact that i'm not married at the age of 29 and that is just you know casting a shadow over everything that i have achieved so i personally as a woman it does not agree with me absolutely like right. uh, 
it's 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 very true like every bit of what you said is very true and uh, we as students i mean we're doing so much in our own capacity wherein we can we can try and just like eliminate and, and we have been wanting to uh, develop that entire that ecosystem where people are more initiative driven the reason why we started entrepreneurs was because we like we said even if we we call ourselves startup school because we would want people to utilize the uh, concept that we are actually telling them that so it's it's something that we want everyone to be equipped but at the same time uh, take cognizance of the fact that there are so many people who are not being able to do it so might as well go out there help them out and 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 we just add to what you were saying what are the initial steps so okay first is you should be prepared for all of this resistance but the other things are that you should really assess the situation you are in your own life now say if you have a family to support or if you are you have you come from financially limited means then really think about it because then maybe you know you should wait it out and wait till you are more secure financially or you're in a more stable position with respect to your family and then take um, a step like this because it's always a risk it's always a risk starting something of your own and there's a lot of uh, financial investment uh, that goes into it in the starting days so you really have to you know um, you have to be cognizant of your your situation nobody else can assess it for you that is one more thing thirdly you know i would say that there is help to be found in every sphere of life so tomorrow like i wanted to start everything for matters i was good with the health part of it but i was not good with fundraising i was not good with technology how to build a website how to market the um, you know how i was not good with social media till date 3 years later my my instagram account only has 300 followers so it's not something to you know to be proud of but that's what i'm saying so i if you want anybody who wants I think the people of my generation even even my parents generation are more than eager to help right you just have to go on to linkedin find the people who you think would be able to help you in an x sphere of life find a mentor and just you know um, identify the areas where you are weak and try to build your strengths by getting help don't be shy to ask for help and don't be um, you know don't be um, don't be reluctant to ask for help this is quote by albus dumbledore you know where he says help will always be given at hogwarts to those who ask for it so yeah. until you until and unless you ask for it uh, nobody is going to give it to you you have to ask for it you have to you know really be aware, self aware of your shortcomings and uh, proceed accordingly so so uh, to it was a great session ma'am to end up the session we have a three question we asked three questions to our mentors to our uh, guests which are like um, who inspires you one book recommendation video podcast or whatever you consume and an advice to the budding entrepreneurs in the country so who inspires me i think my parents inspire me the most like i mentioned my dad has always been uh, you know a really good doctor and my mom has always been an amazing philanthropist so i strive to be the balance of both you know best of both the worlds that is uh, that's where my inspiration comes from uh, what was the second question a book mm, let me think uh, a lot of great books to read you know for the upcoming youth i think uh, hmm, i think man's search for meaning is a good book to read and uh, lust for life that's the story of van gogh's life very insightful there um, lot of a lot of good books are there i'll think more and uh, 
you know i'll let you know so advice to budding entrepreneurs would be you know um just go there and live your dream don't think that much and uh, be be very i would say give up the apathy and embrace empathy because you know ultimately this is our country this is our planet nobody else from the outside is going to come and clean it up for us so if you are a social entrepreneur just give up the apathy don't you know think of uh, other people doing your job for you it's up to you to, to save everybody to save the planet that's it yeah absolutely great points and and uh, amazing uh, insights that you had for uh, and as well as uh, the quote to whoever is listening in the audience because they would be knowing like the the power of initiative and the power of commitment is such that it is something that you need it when you are 10 when you are 20 when you are 30 or whatever whatever age in your life because that that just keeps you going and yeah it was a, a great great session thank you so much for doing this with us and it was a pleasure speaking to you it was an honor to be here thank you so much and i hope the listeners benefit uh, out of my experiences so that ladies and gentlemen was dr radhika batra for you do you have the grit determination and thick skin to stay true to your objective you might want to evaluate yourself and answer that question immediately to do things right dr batra gives us some invaluable insights on this episode and let us brush through it quickly number 1 the beginning of every great thing always starts with an idea and a vision Identify a solution for a tangible problem and you will get there. Number 2, empower people within the community to deliver solutions. The level of commitment they show will be absolutely different. Number 3, initiative and commitment go hand in hand. The best way to achieve this is to drive to pick something that you are very very passionate about. Number 4, time is the best guide and solutions come with the passage of time. Number 5, There should be equal opportunity for everyone. There is a lot of bias in the country and we have to get rid of it. So, go beyond the stereotypes and make them believe in you. Number 6, there is help to be found in every sphere of life. People are ready to help and don't be shy to ask for help. If you don't ask, they will not give. Dr. Batra has very well iterated how every infant matters. Quite an episode, wasn't it? That was it from us your host Himanshu and Shreyas at Entrepreneur Startup School podcast where we spoke about initiative and commitment. If you have any questions feel free to approach us on our social media at Instagram and LinkedIn where we'd love to address your queries. We also immensely value feedback and would be really glad if you could if you wrote to us. This episode is brought to you in association with Ecel Amity University Mumbai. Thank you for tuning in. If you like this episode, please engage with us and share this episode with your friends, peers and colleagues. Share your two cents and help the ecosystem grow. Until next week, stay safe, stay healthy and stay tuned.